2: and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
3: It's highly likely they are still scoring runs the Diamondbacks and the Braves. <laughs> Arizona 16 to 13 over Atlanta last night just one of more than a handful of games that blew up offensively across the Major League Baseball board yesterday. Welcome back into BetQL Daily. I'm Chris Mack alongside Aaron Hawksworth and the original J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez. Twelve teams, twelve teams score in double digits yesterday around Major League Baseball. The record for a single day is 13 teams. We let you hear the highlights from Arizona, Atlanta. The Cubs score 17 on the Nationals. A couple of big innings late in that one at Wrigley. Royals, Giants, and Mets all win 11 to 10 games over the Tigers, Reds, and White Sox, respectively. Don't worry, the Mets made it interesting and nearly blew it. The crowd at City Field was right on the edges of their seats, ready to mutiny if they had to. Dodgers score 10, Guardians score 10, Twins score 10. Third day in Major League history and the first time in 129 years. There were four games where each team in those games scored at least 10 runs. A crazy day of offense, guys, around Major League Baseball. And so I asked this to start the show, Aaron. Do we expect this to continue today? Six-day games, as J-Rod pointed out earlier, which gives us sort of a a counterbalance, right? One side of it is it's getaway day. Everybody wants to get Mm -hmm. out of there and catch their flight and get on to the next city or get back home, wherever it may be. The other side of it is, it's mid-July, it's hot, the ball is bouncing, starting pitchers are getting tired, they're wearing themselves out, everybody sees a little bit of an artificial milepost in the trade deadline, now less than two weeks away, and maybe they let up a bit, and so where do we go, are we looking over, are we looking under, as you've uh, had some time to kind of peek at this card now, what are you thinking going into today?
1: Yeah, so along the lines of an over, there's a few bets I like, but a full game over that I have my eye on. They're wrapping things up today. It's the Dodgers and the Orioles. You've got a couple pitchers who are both playing very well, but these are both really good offenses, and I do expect over nine to be... I I just think it's going to continue into today as well. The warm weather... Um, So over nine in that one is one that I do have my eye on with two of the best offenses in baseball.
3: Yeah, Yeah, J-Rod, you're in Baltimore. You got to see the first game of this series. And we talked about what an interesting series it was, the way things were laid out. But now we get Urias against Kramer. Kramer, two earned runs in his last two starts, 18 strikeouts and 13 innings. I think this is... I think this is where the O's avoid the sweep. I like them on the money line at plus 125 today. This game specifically, how are you looking at
0: it? Yeah, you know, Dodgers are just mashing the ball. But again, I bring up the point that I made you know, on on yesterday's show. The Orioles, you know, it, it didn't look like it in the box score on Monday. They just don't catch the ball. Well, last night they made four errors. So it doesn't matter what kind of pitching you get. It doesn't matter what kind of offense you get. If you're giving teams extra outs especially good teams it's gonna punish you so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Dodgers I'm gonna keep rolling with that you know even with Urias who has pitched well after coming off the injured list he did get rocked in Kansas City his first time but he's pitched well his last two times out um you know I like the over in this it's one of the few early games that I do like the over because Dodgers and Orioles are the two most profitable over teams in baseball
3: yeah. And, and again, we, we bring up, it's, it sounds easy and, and uh, like a, a sort of a, a broken record, but hot day down in Baltimore, ball's going to carry a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, I do think that plays a part in, in that, definitely. You guys are both on uh, the over there, it sounds like, and uh, in J-Rod's case, the Dodgers. It was Diers. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with the O's, <laughs> like I said on the money line. Another interesting one. The Cardinals have started to catch fire a little bit here. This is what the Cardinals do. You, you leave them for dead by the side of the road, and then you get about <laughs> 25 miles outside of town, and the zombie jumps out in the middle of the road and just <sighs> starts slaughtering and, and whole families. It's a disaster. It's a horror movie. They always rise from the dead, the Cardinals. Um, Miami's lost five straight. Sandy Alcantara on the mound has started to look like himself again a little bit the last couple of times out, but the Cardinals have have climbed out of last place in the NL Central. And like I said, this is just what they do, Aaron. They find life even when you leave them for dead. And St. Louis, Miami today, I'd have a strong lean towards the Cardinals in this one, even with Alcantara on the mound.
1: Yeah, so I'm... I've been fading Sandy. He is one of the least profitable pitchers. You would be down about six, seven units if you've been backing him this year, which is surprising, right? I'm not betting on this one, but I, I like where you're going with that. I think that's a good idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I cannot stress enough. I know it's mid-July, but this is a monumental game for both Sandy and and the marlins the marlins are precariously out of the playoff scenario now they're a half out of the last wild card it's been fluctuating you know back and forth um, this is the reigning cy young award winner his era has finally dipped under five um, they've lost five in a row they got swept here in baltimore they're in danger of being swept in St. Louis. He needs to be the stopper. I mean, this could be, the not the season, but this could be whether the Marlins continue to be a buyer or a seller as we get toward the trading deadline. I love the under in this game. You know, these, these teams do not score runs. Even last night, the under came in, like we talked about. You know, it came under seven. Eight and a half is the number. Day game, St. Louis, I get you. The ball's going to pop. But it's, but it's a day game after a night game. They played extra innings yesterday. I like the under in this game. Dakota Hudson getting the start, too. And he has given up
3: exactly two earned runs in 10 innings over four appearances so far. So uh, you might be onto to something there with your classic getaway day underplay there, J-Rod. You've also got the Guardians, one of those teams that scored in double digits yesterday. Absolutely have just... Mm. Uh, abused the Pirates over the first two games of this series. Mm -hmm. We saw the Quinn Priester debut for the Pirates, which was a big deal for them a couple nights ago. Actually, the first pitcher in baseball history to throw three perfect innings in his Major League debut and still give up seven earned runs in the outing by the time it was all said and done. You get Mitch Keller yesterday. We talked about that for a few moments in yesterday's show, where... If there's a guy who's like you're talking about, j Rod Alcantara's got to be the stopper for the Marlins. Keller's really the only guy for the Pirates that can be that stopper, and he wasn't able to. Four earned runs in the first seven pitches yesterday, including a monster three run job by Josh Naylor, who is absolutely on fire. The future vibes in Pittsburgh, good. They bring in Paul Skeens yesterday for a contract signing and a, a little dog and pony workout in front of the media at PNC Park. He's excited. People are excited, but. They're not excited for the remnants of 2023 here in Pittsburgh. I can tell you that. It's more about 2024 and beyond. Um, I like Cleveland today on the money line against the Pirates to complete this sweep. And the Pirates will continue to wait for their first post-All-Star break victory, Aaron. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait visit HelloTend.com slash sale. That's hello com slash sale. And book your free
1: consult today. Uh, I like the Guardians first five run line. I was looking at that. Okay. Neither of these offenses like are super impressive. They haven't really wowed me at the plate. And These pitchers aren't terrible, but they're not the best either. So I'm thinking this is just another Guardian spot. You take a look at even their division in the standings. They're only one and a half games back. So I think they've got a lot of motivation here. They've won back-to-back games. They're going to look to get on a winning streak here and try to catch the Twins. So I'm looking at Guardian's first five run line in this one, J-Rod
0: yeah i i' I'm, I'm a i'm a big fan of of, of trading deadline guys and, and and rich hill aka dick mountain mm-hmm. he is in a, a, <laughs> a chance to be traded again <laughs> uh, you know and to, to me again woeful offenses so i take the under despite the explosion by the guardians last night i would even look for a first five under in in, in this game i, I think mm. for for rich hill you know he's he is what he is he's gonna give you four or five innings uh, and I don't think there's a lot of offense coming out of either squad tonight. So I like the under total for the game. And I like an under uh, five and Rich Hill could end up somewhere else next year, you know, maybe a reunion with the Dodgers.
3: Yeah. I mean, forget next year. It could be next week. Rich Hill somewhere else. This could be his last start with mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh pirates, which is exactly why they brought in guys like he and Carlos Santana build up some value throughout the year and then try to deal them for something at the deadline. Speaking of teams looking to avoid sweeps, The Pirates avoiding the sweep is one thing. They've collapsed over the last few months and are now in last place in the NL Central. The Yankees trying to avoid a sweep at the hands of what we, speaking of zombies and coming back to life out of nowhere, trying to avoid a sweep at the hands of the Angels, who after falling almost completely to pieces going into the break, then didn't exactly look strong in their first series out of the break against the Astros, but here they come. The Yankees come to town at just the right time for the Angels. Carlos Radon on the mound for the Yanks. He's been, uh, he's been Radon over the first two starts uh, so far. Uh, And I don't know, (laughs) given this Yankees team cannot hit the ball and cannot score runs, I don't know if that's enough. Even with this pitching matchup, Aaron, Radon against Silseth, I... (laughs) I look at the number, and I actually, this might be one of those unders that we talk about uh, when we look for something today. This is not, a, it's an afternoon game in Anaheim, but uh, Radon, Silseth, Yankees, Angels, I think I like the under in this one out
1: in L.A. So is that simply because of the offense? Because these pitchers, ERAs, are not. Right. Uh... It's not good. <laughs> Yeah, this is what I'm not going to be investing in. I just don't have a strong opinion on this one. I'm going to be staying away. If anything, it is one of the lower totals. There's an eight mm-hmm. or an eight and a half, but I think I'm just out on this one.
0: Yeah, all I know is that Aaron Boone uh, grew up in Orange County. Uh, when his dad was playing for the Angels so I don't know if he still has a home there but he may not be on that flight back uh, to New York if, if they don't if they don't figure this out I mean lose two out of three in Denver uh, and possibly get swept in Anaheim I mean they've already gotten rid of the uh, hitting coach um, I'm gonna stay away from this game as well I mean I would look at any sort of Otani props that you can pop up into this game mm. again i under seems to be the play just because of the of the lack of offense from the Yankees. You just got to wonder if, uh, how long can Rodon go if he's starting to build himself up.
3: One more I wanted to take a look at, guys. Cincinnati 7-10 tonight. Giants, Reds, Ross Stripling for San Francisco against Graham Ashcraft for Cincy. You look at the ERAs. You look at the track records for each of these pitchers. You think about Great American Band Box. You start to look at the over. Um, I also wonder if perhaps Cinderella has lost her glass slipper and the coach has turned back into a pumpkin in Cincinnati. It was fun while it lasted, but they have started to scuffle. And I think we were all suspecting this would happen at some point. And it feels like maybe we've reached the tipping point for the Reds, Aaron.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm not betting on this one. Uh, I know we're kind of running out of time. I do like the Red Sox team total over five with both of these pitchers. I think the Red Sox can get over five. I'm just on an auto fade when it comes to Waldachuck. So I will be fading them and looking at a team total with Boston over five, J-Rod.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Cincinnati's main problem is that their offense has gone you know, uh, that's why they, they, they called up uh, a man with the longest name in the history of Major League Baseball, 27 letters in in, in Christian Encarnacion brand, and he's already, you know, hit a, hit a home run for them. Uh, I like the Reds in this. One. Uh, I think the, the obvious play, and maybe it's too uh, much of a square play, is the Diamondbacks and the Braves tonight. You know, twenty thirds last night, that screams under on getaway day even though it's a night game.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. And uh well, I got I got to ask Jake real quick, Jake, Tigers Royals, if a game is played in the forest and nobody watches or something about a tree falling and nobody hears it, what if a game is played and the only person interested is is Jake? Uh w- what's the play on Tigers Royals?
1: The game doesn't exist, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: That's the correct answer.
3: I was going to play the Royals for.
0: yesterday at, like, what were they, plus 165 or something, just to fade this Tigers bit again. Oh, cry oh me hell.
3: a river, Paul. <laughs> They're oh, plus 125. Man. You still got plus money today if you want to try it again. All right, Paul. count it. <laughs> Ryan Yarbrough. The, the fade Jake's Tigers party has begun, and I'm here. I'm here it's for it. it. I'll put up some decorations. Uh, Sean Zarillo of Action Network joins us in about 25 minutes from now to talk not just about today's slate and what's coming up the rest of the week in baseball, but what's coming in the next two weeks, really, because it is trade deadline season. You are listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Jim Rodriguez. Listen to us on your Odyssey app, another rousing edition of GTFO, or Oh Yeah, that's next on BetQL Daily, presented to you by BetMGM.